0: What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. So I need to share an update, and that is for the next little while, we're going to be republishing classic episodes of Founders Journal. Two reasons. One, because these are really good episodes that I spend a lot of time on, and with so many new listeners to the show, it's very likely you haven't heard some of these older episodes, and I think you'll benefit from them. Second... I'm spending a ton of time thinking about how to evolve this show so that we can make it as good as humanly possible for the next generation of builders and entrepreneurs. And with that, I would love your help as I dream up the future of this show. So once you've listened, shoot me an email to at morningbrew.com and don't hold back any feedback, recommendations, ideas. I wanna hear it all and I want to have it help me inform where this show is going. That's the update, now time for the episode. In today's classic episode, originally published on October 25th, 2021, I talk about how to think of startup ideas from scratch. I have always loved thinking of business ideas, literally since I was a kid. I remember in second grade, I was in Mrs. Sax's class at Harrison Elementary, and one day while writing in my black composition notebook, I had a brain blast. I was spending so much time going from pen to highlighter that I said to myself, why don't I just have one tool that does both of these things? I went home, literally cut a pen in half and a highlighter in half. I probably did it six times because I messed up the first five. I taped them together and for about a day, before literally all of the ink leaked out onto my pants, I had a two-in-one pen and highlighter to use at school. And my brain has always been wired to think creatively and find interesting opportunities like this. This was definitely an interesting opportunity. And while some people like me were born with this muscle built up, it is a muscle that can be trained and learned by anyone. So that's what I wanna spend the rest of this episode talking about. Because being able to think of startup ideas is super important. As Paul Graham, founder of Y Combinator said, Having ideas is among the most important qualities for a startup founder to have. You will need to generate lots of new ideas in the course of running a startup. So, how does one cultivate the mindset of a business brainstormer? Here are four specific recommendations. First, create surface area for ideas to emerge. Remember, a business idea, whether it's a startup or an idea within a larger company, It is simply a solution to a problem that a group of people do or do not realize that they have. And if that's the case, the best way to maximize quantity of ideas is by maximizing quantity of problems. I've always found that the easiest way to do that is to make yourself part of the group of people that experience the problem you're trying to solve. So for me, I created Surface Area in college. Outside of my classes, I involved myself in as many extracurriculars as possible, some that very clearly fit my interests, and others that I knew nothing about prior to signing up for them. This included an investment club, rock climbing, a magazine on campus, and a social fraternity. And just think about the diversity of experiences, viewpoints, and people provided to me by doing such disparate activities. By immersing myself in the investment club, I had the opportunity to identify inefficiencies with everything from Microsoft Excel to legacy trading applications to how clubs operate in general. By immersing myself in a magazine on campus, which, by the way, I had no relevant experience before that, I could see problems in how creatives work with quantitatives, and I could see missing resources that could be really helpful for writers to write their pieces. The ironic part here, of course, is that the magazine is likely what gave me the perspective that I needed to think about and start Morning Brew and understand that it actually could be a better solution to things like the Wall Street Journal. So that's surface area of experiences. But that's just putting you in the arena to find problems. You also need to have the appropriate way of thinking to identify problems that exist. That leads me to number two. To think of many startup ideas, you need to take your brain off autopilot. We are constantly on autopilot. When you make coffee in the morning, are you constantly questioning why the coffee maker takes so long, or why Keurig coffee couldn't just be fresher, or why coffee is the exact temperature that it is? When you put on your clothes and shoes to leave your place in the morning, are you actively asking yourself, Why doesn't your clothing fit you literally perfectly? Or why don't your shoes tie themselves? No, you don't do that every day. And that's okay. All of us, even the most open-minded people, have filters by which we look through life in order to take the world for granted and accept things as they are. And it's a mental shortcut for us to be able to go about life without our mind constantly racing and assessing and calculating every move we make. And it's a helpful filter. Without it, we would probably be preoccupied with our own minds every minute of every day and not be able to interact with anything else. But then there's the trade-off of this lens. The lens also forces us to accept the status quo. And by definition, thinking of a startup idea that solves a specific problem is most likely questioning the status quo. Which means that you must switch your mind off autopilot get curious, and start questioning even the most assumed activities in your life if you want to cultivate a fire hose of ideas. You could imagine the questions that successful entrepreneurs ask themselves while everyone else was in autopilot. Elon Musk asking, why do we drive cars that are killing our planet if there's a way to have cars that are as safe and perform as well that are safe for the environment? Pat Kinzel from Notarize, previous episode I did a breakdown on their business, I'm sure he asked himself, why do people need to make the trek to UPS in person have documents like a mortgage or uh, papers for selling a business notarized rather than just doing it digitally in the comfort of your home? Austin and myself asking, why do college students read the Wall Street Journal if it sounds like a robot talking to you and feels like a chore? Once you've created surface area of experiences, you need to push your brain to get very curious and at times critical about those very experiences. Okay, so we talked about putting yourself in the arena. We talked about having the right mindset in the arena. The final piece to keep this analogy going is being in the arena with the right people. It's simple, human beings are mimetic. We tend to imitate the behaviors of those we surround ourselves with. If we surround ourselves with people that are creative, brainstormers, and supportive, we will more easily build this muscle of creativity and brainstorming while feeling the psychological safety to do so. If we surround ourselves with people that are critical, close-minded, and judgmental, building this muscle to think of ideas will be so much harder. This is just a generally valuable lesson in being thoughtful about who you surround yourself with But it is especially important in this context because oftentimes the idea of businesses that end up becoming massive, those ideas seem silly and small at first. Renting your couch to strangers probably seems silly to most people. Imagine if Airbnb's founders had surrounded themselves with naysayers and critics when having the seed of their idea. Now, we put you in the arena, we gave you the mindset to think in the arena, and we made sure that you surrounded yourself with the right people in the arena. The final strategy for thinking of startup ideas is paradoxical, but bear with me. To be great at thinking of startup ideas, do not try to think of startup ideas. This is actually probably the most dangerous way to build a business. The issue with just thinking of ideas is you can make an idea sound great in principle, but if it's not actually solving a problem people want solved, It's not only bad because it won't work, but it's also bad because the idea sounds plausible enough for you to spend years working on it only to find out that no one wants the problem to be solved. Here's a classic example. I feel like every college has a student that is trying to create an app that shows in real time what social events are going on on campus. It's not an obviously bad idea, but it doesn't necessarily solve a burning problem that a group of students has. Being an okay solution for many is no man's land. You want to have an incredible solution for few. Why Combinator calls these types of ideas sitcom startup ideas. Basically, these are the ideas that would be created if a sitcom character was starting a business and the writers of the show had to invent an idea without thinking of a problem. The idea would have to sound good enough to not be stupid to viewers, but obviously the writers didn't come up with it by looking at actual problems in the world that people are experiencing. So instead of trying to think idea first, think problem first. The best ideas that typically turn into the best businesses typically have three traits. First, it is something that the founders want themselves. Second, it is something that the founders are uniquely qualified to build, And third, it is something that few others realize is worth building. What I mean by that last one is the best ideas oftentimes seem tiny and non-ambitious until they're not. Reason being, if they seem big and ambitious, odds are someone else would already be building it or would have already built it. So just keeping the Airbnb example going that I shared a moment ago, hosting strangers on your couch probably seemed really small and constrained until it literally turned into a new market that displaced the hospitality industry. And that is the formula for thinking of startup ideas. First, create surface area of experiences so you expose yourself to problems. Second, turn your brain off autopilot and get really curious so you can identify the problems you're exposed to. Third, surround yourself with people that accelerate your brainstorming muscles versus atrophy them, and fourth, Always lead with problems versus thinking of ideas first. As always, thank you so much for listening to Founders Journal. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to pound the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is the number one way to grow a show. And finally, this is part of our mini-series on how to start building. There were two episodes today, there will be two more episodes on Wednesday, and finally, two more episodes on Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-business-gold-card.